Hey guys, Princess here, and welcome to another episode of Buy Pumpkin. In fact, not just any episode of Buy Pumpkin, it is the season 10 premiere of Buy Pumpkin. Yay, we made it 10 seasons. That does not mean we made it 10 years. It's sort of like America's Next Top Model or Intervention. Like, <laughs> the numbers are fudgy. Okay, so, but for season 10 of Buy Pumpkin, we are doing Vanderpump Rules. Um, and we're also doing something different in that we're going to have a guest every time. So if I don't have a guest, you're not getting a Vanderpump Rules episode. So that's going to be interesting. Let's see how this plays out. Uh, we'll do two episodes, a podcast episode, because I found that Housewife episode, Housewife type shows and Vanderpump Rules is a Housewife light show. Um, those type of shows, often something happens in the episode and then we spend the next episode talking about the thing that happened or reacting to the thing that happened. So two episodes is like perfect for that type of stuff. And first up, we got Liz Bentley. And why? Because it is her fault that this is season 10 of Buy Pumpkin. Um, not really. I'm just busting her balls. If I didn't want to do this season, I wouldn't. I'm the only person in charge of this podcast. There's no network. There's no... Um, producer there's it's it's me in the garage that's what this is and speaking of that because I'm an independent podcast I really need you guys more than ever to show your love by giving me a review a five-star review wherever you listen to this apple podcast guys I don't want it to be important it is though it does matter um leave me a fucking review guys tell people why you listen to this why you show up every Sunday morning What's special about this? Tell them. I'm not going to read it, but people looking for podcasts might read it and they should know what they're getting into. So throw me a review. Support me because I'm out here on an island by myself, kids. Um, and listen to this episode. Uh, Liz is great when it comes to Vanderpump Rules. I think um, there is quite a bit of us like um, chit-chatting about serving life. Sorry. I'm sorry, but it's it's relevant and it's fun to talk about it. I, it feels like a whole other lifetime ago, like several lifetimes ago. Do you know how many people I've been since I was that person? Jeez. Um, and also, fun fact, Liz's birthday is the day after this episode comes out. So Monday the 30th. Why don't you head on over to some of her social media stuff? I can't remember it. It's at the end of this episode though. Pay attention. Go over there. Wish Liz a happy birthday. This is after you give me the review. Okay? All right. Enjoy. Bye. Hey, Liz. Hi, princess. Thank you for coming on. Of course. Of course. You're actually going to come on twice this season because this season is your fault. <laughs> yeah, because I was rewatching it for my podcast and then mm -hmm. I had Kara rewatching it and we were both like, holy shit, this is like the best season of reality TV. Mm -hmm. And then I just got message after message after message. I heard your next season's Vanderpump Rules. I was like, wait, what? I think <laughs> I said it on like, I was like, Princess should do season two for her next by pumpkin season. And, and everyone took that as, that is what Princess will be doing. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. And then it just happened. So here you are making atonement for <laughs> making me rewatch the season of TV. I love it. It's good. It's good. And especially if you're doing two episodes at a time, like yeah. a lot happens. Yeah. Um, Cause there are some filler episodes, especially with um, housewife type shows. And this is a yeah. housewife junior show. That's really what this is. Yes. Um, 
so it includes dating and things like that, that most housewife shows don't include. And what they'll do one episode and the next episode is them talking about what happened in the last episode. Yes. And so like two episodes is perfect for that. Um, I wanted to ask him and ask everybody this season, like what attracted you to watching this show? And first of all, how did you start? Did you, were you watching it? The moment it premiered, I watched that backdoor pilot with yeah. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And then I watched this. I was all in on this. I was still working in restaurants when this show came on. I'm pretty sure. What? Because um, it was like 2013. No. I knew yeah. you were 20. Did I know you were 2013? No. No, you did not. Oh, you're right. You didn't know me till like 2016 or 2015. That's true. That's true. And I was like, I've never known you while you were still working in restaurants. Yeah, I mean, you haven't. So I was still working in restaurants and... First of all, every restaurant I ever worked in, like, could have been a reality TV show, honestly. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. especially, like, some of the places I worked at at the shore, like, it was just, like, all hot people that were all having sex with each other. Um, yeah. And it's, like, if you, Princess, I know you worked in restaurants, so I feel like, for me, I was, like, all in. I know some people didn't like the sneaky backdoor pilot aspect. I didn't give a fuck about that. I was like, oh, cool. This is like a reality. Like you had somewhere to be. Like, get out of here, guys. (laughs) Like, and at that time, like I was watching live TV. So I watched everything Bravo put on. Like, it didn't matter what it was. Like, I just watched it. Yeah. um, In a way that I don't watch TV anymore. But I, so I liked it like from the jump because I was like, yeah, this is what working in a restaurant is like. Everybody works a lot of hours. Mm -hmm. You're all best friends with each other. Everybody's sleeping together. You're all doing a lot of substances Mm -hmm. and it's a fucking mess. And people will be screaming at each other on shift. And then two hours later, you're getting drunk together. Like nothing ever happened. Like screaming at each other in the kitchen. Like, yeah, Yeah. just like, like any, like, I don't, I don't know people who don't work in restaurants know this, but like, actual like screaming fights will happen between the staff in the kitchen like because the the stakes are feel so high they're not actually high but they feel so high and when like you're what's called being weeded which means Uh you just have too much work and you can't do it all like the slightest thing going wrong fucks everything up and everybody is just like has been working too many hours and you're like stressed out and you're screaming at each other but then you're still friends afterwards it's fine Yeah, so I knew I, it would make a good reality TV show. I got so mad during a shift one time that I decided to quit and I went out the back door and set off the fucking fire alarm. <laughs> and by the time I got to the parking lot, I was like, bitch, I can't quit this job and just went right back into the front door and went back to my to my oh my God. I was like to have <laughs> screaming fights with managers. Yeah, of course. Like, like I'd be like, or even when it wasn't busy, it's funny. There's a scene, I think, in I watched the first three, so I can't, I think it was in the first two episodes where mm-hmm. Stassi gets mad at Sheena for not for keeping seating her. Yes. And I remember I'd be like, you need to cut. What are you doing? Cut. This is ridiculous. You have too many people and we're not fucking making money. You need to go make cuts. And if she sat you right before that, that meant you probably won't oh. make for like an hour. Oh. God, when they would sit, like, when the, when the fucking, okay, the thing about hostesses is that usually they hire, like, 16 and 17 And they're girls. bitches, all of them. They're also just, like, their first job should be show, I always said, like, you should go, I mean, not to their faces, but, like, you should go fold shirts at Aeropostel, not be in charge of managing the flow <laughs> of an extremely high-volume restaurant. That's right! <laughs> um, like, there's so much trust put in hostesses, and they hire yes. the least experienced people to do it, which is, I actually, when I first moved to Florida, I was hostessing at Morton's, and I remember all the servers, like, loved me, 
and my manager loved me and I was like yeah because I know how to fucking see like and usually the hostess is working her way up to be a waitress which doesn't make any fucking sense correct so they have no idea how to do it and um I don't know how oh so Stassi goes up to Sheena and she's like why are you still seating me and I was like oh been there been (laughs) there like you fucking know the manager she just said she's making cuts I haven't had a table in two hours why would you seat me now like the the high, I mean, and I also like when I worked at restaurants, I was still doing a lot of Adderall. So it's sure. like really amped up at all times, sure. but like the stakes in restaurants are very high. And then the personal relationships are always like so intertwined. And like, it's funny. I actually saw a girl yesterday. I was going to get my nails done. A girl I worked with at a restaurant, like 12 years ago at this point. And we like sat next to each other and we chatted. I've not talked to this girl in years and years and years, but we were like, just chit-chatting right away because we were like best friends for a period of time you spent all your time together I mean like, her her sister passed when she's working there I went to her sister's funeral like uh, it was like we were best friends like but then as soon as you don't work there anymore it's like okay I'll never talk to you again I mean yeah. there are some friends that like the first restaurant I ever worked at I the second restaurant I like stayed friends with them for quite a while after I left that restaurant but like for the most part you're like best best friends because you spend 60 hours a week together yep and then once you don't work there anymore it's like okay that part of my life is over like you work together you party together I remember telling somebody that like this is like Vietnam I'm not going to learn your name until you've been here for like a month and also like it's a traumatic experience we're going through it together we're now like bonded but I'm not going to like get to know you because you'll be dead soon like I remember always feeling so bad for people when because it's like when I tell you, like, we part, like, we hung out together every single night. Like, you yeah. would start drinking at the restaurant yep. and then go wherever you're going. And we would have parties a lot. And, like, I would always feel bad when a non employee came to our party because, like, all we did was talk about work because our entire lives were, like, intertangled with one another at yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I don't, I think people who haven't worked in restaurants don't know, like, like, that the person that's serving you could possibly be arrested during your shift. Like that's happened have, so many I, times. Princess, <laughs> <laughs> I worked in a fucking restaurant where a kid stole a fucking credit card, went out and bought new tires for his car, got arrested mid-shift. Then they had a search warrant come to the fucking restaurant <laughs> to search his car that was still there as we all stood in the fucking window watching his car getting searched and like this the shift just goes on someone's like okay we gotta take this table okay so you (laughs) it was the best I mean I actually really liked him so I felt bad I remember being like what how was he so stupid like it was just such a stupid decision but like I mean everybody everybody that I ever worked with had a DUI like there Mm -hmm. somebody was always getting arrested always what did your manager do if somebody to come to work check the bookings Yeah, like, no, truly, or be like, oh, Tim can't work this weekend. He's doing weekends for his third Dewey. Like, (laughs) Tim can't work weekends for six months, like, because he has to go to jail for the weekends. Yeah, so we need someone to cover Saturdays. I'm telling you, multiple people I knew were doing weekends for their third DUI. That's how I know they are. Now you go to like state prison for your third DUI, I'm pretty sure. But this was like in that time before they were like really cracking down on them. Yeah, this is the only reason I know what weekends are because so many people I knew were doing them. For DUIs, mostly. Also, or, like the reason like I, as a substance user, worked in restaurants versus working in like retail or whatever is because like I 
could drink at work, which you see all of the time on Vanderpump Rules, literally do drugs at work. My drug dealer usually worked in the kitchen. I could text him and be like, you good? And he's like, yeah, I'll be at work at five. I'm like, great. See you then. And he's not judicious and then sell you whatever you need. I would just walk right up to him and hand him $40 and he would hand me an eighth. And I just Mm -hmm. put it in my apron. Like not like no concern in the world. My managers at one restaurant I worked at were such fucking cokeheads. And it was in the, um, it was in like an old factory. It was actually pretty cool. They converted it to a brewery, but there was still the manager's office was like up a flight of stairs. Like it was the factory. It had windows all around and like it was the old manager's office in the factory. So they could look down. There wasn't actually like a second floor mm-hmm. and they would hang white pieces of paper because you could like see in as you're walking up the <laughs> stairs so that, and you knew they were doing Coke if they did that. Yeah. I always worked Every place I ever worked, I worked with a manager who was in his probably mid-20s who was definitely having sex with a 16-year-old. Oh, I knew a guy once who he couldn't take his girlfriend to prom because he was too old and they had an age limit for their prom. Sure. And I remember being like that. You're fucking weird. Yeah. (laughs) And I I just like, I, I remember getting a call from a coworker that was like, I need you to come pick me up. And I was like, where are you? She's like, I am naked at such and such manager's house. I'm like, why? And she's like, girl, I don't fucking know. Please come get me. And obviously I knew where he would live because we drank there all the time. Yeah. So I just drove over and was like, is such and such here? And he was like, uh, yeah. I was like, can you usually, just like let her out? the manager lived with just, because usually the manager started as a server or bartender. Of course. And then of suddenly course. they'd be your boss, but they still lived with all your friends. Yeah. And so like, yeah that peter shit absolutely yes (laughs) exactly peter's a perfect example of it when i one place i worked at the manager the bartender and one of the servers literally lived like a like right next door and so we would just like walk over to the manager's house after work to party it's just like it's very specific like this restaurant life is very specific and it's also something like if you're like you know 17 18 and up like especially if you're old enough to drink too like there is a very specific uh restaurant experience and like when i when people watch the show and they say things you know at this in, in these first two episodes at some point stassi and uh katie take a tequila shot and, and i remember people being like that you know that's not real i'm like that's the most real thing you've seen in here most real thing i mean some restaurants won't let you do it like that but some restaurants absolutely do when i worked at the brewery every before every shift so morning and night we would do tastings of whatever like the seasonal beer was but a lot of time there was I mean they didn't change the beers that often so they would pour them in these like little bigger than a shot glass but not like a pint glass like a flight they would be Mm -hmm. used for a flight if you've been to a brewery I'm sure you can understand what I'm saying and we would fill them up with our eight percent beer and then make sure to do like two or three times the amount of people that were on and then we would just have like a nice taster before we called it a taster before shift. Yeah. And then it's, if no, if some people would be like, oh, I don't want to drink right now. So some people would have five of those 8% tasters Yeah, at 10 in the morning. Like it just the idea of like a drug test at a restaurant, like <laughs> never. Oh my God. Like, are you really, the, do you just not want anybody to work this week? Is that what you're trying to say? No. Because like they, they, so everyone there is high or drunk or like whatever it's not really a big deal and like you know many people are on parole 
someone's about i worked in a restaurant where a woman got arrested mid-shift because she'd gone to her baby's daddy's house and fucked up his car and came to work love that and, <laughs> and they just came to like they the police were just like hey we gotta take you and like she's literally at a fucking table and we just like okay oh i remember this one time i wanted to get off and i was just so fucking sick of being there we were slow and they sat me like a six top and like big parties are rarely worth it i mean sometimes they are sometimes but like a lot of times you get so it just really depends on what's going on even it just really depends and i was just like annoyed six isn't a big top but i was just really annoyed by it and i was like so fucking rude to them when i went over to their tape i was like hi my name is princess (laughs) yeah that's an unusual name so anyway i'm like i'm like talking to them and when i came back to do something they were like um we have a new waiter um so and so and I was like oh they're like because you were really rude to us I was like okay all right well good luck to you guys and I just like, went on, like I wasn't even like my manager was like you were really rude to them I was like okay so are you gonna cut me or... <laughs> exactly yeah oh I also used to really love like I forget to get my tables and or it'd be too late to go over there so then I'd walk over there and I'd be like hey um Kelly's your waiter and she'll be here soon. I'm Kelly. And they'd be like, no, we have to talk. No one's talked to us. I was like, you know what? Let me get your drinks. So I get their drinks. I come back. Has Kelly been by? And they'd be like, no. And I was like, oh, you know, she's really slow today. Uh, do you want, like, is there an appetizer I can put in for you? And then I like you weren't their server. Yeah. So then when I come back, I, they're like, you know what? Kelly has still not been here. I was like, what? And she'd be like, I remember like, the feeling of like coming out of the kitchen and seeing a table that you should have fired their food 15 minutes before. Absolutely. Like, then you had to go and beg the kitchen, like, please, please make this fast. <laughs> yeah. Or like you, I like, and I didn't write down, um, I didn't I write, down, write down shit. I never wrote down shit. And sometimes people would be like, are you going to write this down? And then I would like repeat back to them everything they got. I'm like, I fucking know what you ordered. Well, if you don't write things down, then you fuck up. People are always like, because you didn't write anything down. And you're like, no, I just fucked it up because I'm stupid. Okay, yeah. that has nothing yeah. to do with it. Like, writing. I fucked it up because I, like, went back and started drinking Diet Cokes and, like, <laughs> yeah. talking to my friend and totally forgot you existed. Yeah, my boyfriend's a cook and we got into a fight. <laughs> yeah, I was always the worst when it was slow because when I was, when it was busy, you didn't have time to fuck around. Yeah. But when it was slow and I would just, like, go in the back and, like, start eating rolls and, like, just... <laughs> like a mess i'd be like fuck i have a table like of course of course and you, you just be like sitting back there yeah like this is part of the reason i started watching it as well from the from that game because i was like oh this is interesting and this isn't the first reality show that did restaurants i remember a couple of other ones that tried but this i think this is the best one this is the one that established like this is yeah. how you do this and they did a really good job of it for the first couple seasons like when they're fighting about like tables and like getting cut and mm-hmm. it's like not too heavy on the restaurant but as people that worked in restaurants it feels very authentic yeah and and so when they stop working in the restaurant it's like really obvious yes yeah exactly and, and that's when it starts to get and i just you know this did you watch the last season that they did i didn't watch it but i kept up a little bit same like i was like i wanted to watch it because i because i already knew that what was going to happen was that they're going to be like we should have kept stussy and we should have yeah. done this and this and this and i'm like bring her back i bet i but the, the thing is like it, it was wasn't bo- even good Sassy has not been good since season two that's right. the thing that's like in, 
it drives me insane. If you go back, you can see in season three when she stops being friends with everyone and gets with Patrick and like that, like she's already going downhill. And then when she comes back, she leaves the show, she comes back. It's never like season one and two again. People just have this like memory of season one and two saucy. I think that's what it is. And also that um, if before that last season, um, the season prior to that, before all that happened, like that season wasn't good. No, it hasn't mm. been good in a long time. I would say since the season that uh, Jack's fucked Faith. Sure. So this is the season, I just remember being, I was still on Facebook and I would get in this thing where I'd be in like 17 groups for a while uh-huh. and then I'd be in no groups. And then like, uh-huh. so this is like one of my upswings, like one of my mad group uh, times when I'm in a lot of groups. And people were like, he did not fuck her because it's just too obvious. He would not, I'm like, the reason you don't think she fucked, he fucked her is because she's black. That's why you yeah. don't think she, but you won't say that. They're like, it didn't happen. It definitely didn't happen. It definitely didn't happen. And then it was just like, yeah, it fucking happened. And everyone was like, no. And I'm like, it's because she's black. That's why you think he didn't fuck her. That's the only reason. Yeah. Troy's theory is that Britney ruined the show. And when Britney came on, it like went downhill. And I don't personally think Britney ruined it, but I do think like the focus on Jackson Britney was not good for the show. I think that there is a thing that happens on reality TV when you become very close with your production and production kind of stops doing their job um, because they are, and it's, it's understandable, but, and I think that at a certain point, they had a lot of control over what was the the direction of the show. Mm -hmm. And I kind of tapped out because the show wanted me to believe certain things that were obviously not true but made their cast happy. And so we can watch, so right now I'm watching season four of of Jersey for the Patreon. Season four, Teresa is doing one show and editors are doing a different show, (laughs) right? She says something and they immediately flash to like, that is a lie. And that's really great, right? That's great TV. But what happened with Vanderpump Rules is that instead of being like, Jax is lying. We all know he's lying. This is a very online show, right? Everything, Mm -hmm. we know everything that happens. They would be like flashing back to Jax and Brittany in love. And I'd be like, I don't know if that's true. (laughs) Yeah, agree. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, So for this, uh, for this show, we watched the first two episodes of season two. Um, They're called Tooth or Consequences and Branded. And Tooth or Consequences was called something else, like somewhere else. And when I started watching, I saw the title. I was like, oh, yeah. Remember when Sheena had an injury every day? Every day. It's so funny. Sheena's so funny in these episodes. And yeah, like, she is. I remembered why Sheena was really hated at the beginning. I was like, she's such a little rat. I forgot about this. Do you think Sheena is beautiful or does she have really big eyes? She has really big eyes and also... I- I say this with love. Her new face looks a lot better than the face she has. Here. Oh, really? I think so. Well, at least think... like, I, I mean, I haven't really looked at a picture of Sheena in a while, but like whatever she did something to like her jaw area, I think okay. that like, I just think has really helped. She's very, she's pretty like, come on. Of course she's pretty, but yeah. like, I, I think that she figured out something eventually right. with money. <laughs> I think she's done pretty good work. Um, not to bring it back to Jersey again, but I haven't like looked at their faces in a while mm-hmm. and, and I'm watching season four. So when I, I watch those three reunions, 
um, Mel- like Melissa's face got on the screen. I was like, ah, who's yeah. that? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's such a marked difference between yeah. what she looks like young fucking Cher in season four. And this is like, I don't know, there's something about the cheeks and the nose area that looks like clownish. And also, Teresa's uh, absolutely had a BBL. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, fuck? for sure. Why are not? Why didn't y'all tell me? Why didn't someone just like? By the way, Teresa's had a fat transfer, babe. Look at their look at that wagon she's dragging right now. And yeah, like, there's no way she could. I mean, when you look at Teresa in the first couple of seasons, she's like teeny tiny with no butt. Like, yeah, there's no, no boobs, way that no she could have just exercised that. No, and she's got like a centimeter of forehead, and that's it. And like, that's all she's got. But um, I think for the uh, Vanderpump Rules girls, it was. Third season, fourth season, it was really hard to watch because they were doing things like getting Botox at like 25. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess that's what you're supposed to do, but it would never occur to me. Like They were like, real, Lala especially. I think she's five and six, I think. I actually would say I think Lala really changed the tone of the show. I think James came in really seamlessly, but something with Lala really well, changed things. Yeah, I think first of all it was obvious from the get-go Lala could never be working there never it's like the 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 fakeness of that um combined they would always do that they would like just bring in a new hostess and we're like they're like trying to figure out if she could be a cast member on the show veil yeah oh god veil um so like yeah I think Lala changed the tone of the show Lala because I don't think they were as as uh, invested in showing mm, aspirational luxury uh, type shit before Lala got there with her PJs. Mm-hmm. And once the cast got on that route, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Suddenly, Jack, we're supposed to believe Jack's a bartender and owns six cars. By the way, private jets have been on my mind because they're coming out a lot in the Amber Heard case. And- oh, yeah, yeah celebrities live such a different life than us like they're like well we got a bunch of ecstasy and coke for the flight to russia and it's like it's just uh, private jets are such a different world in a way that i almost find incomprehensible well yeah like think about how you get to russia right now (laughs) first of all think how long it would take (laughs) like imagine getting first of all imagine getting uppers uh, or getting mdma for a flight like xanax sure (laughs) No, I can't imagine at all. Sitting coach, um, no food, wearing a mask while no one else on the plane is wearing a mask. No, it'd be a fucking nightmare. A nightmare. Having to pee like three times in that little bathroom. Yeah. It's just such a different world. Meanwhile, Amber and Johnny are just like got six dogs. (laughs) (laughs) A pound of cocaine. They're on the fucking cocaine and they're like just chilling. Yeah. Yeah. I've been thinking about it a lot too because I've been seeing like a lot of tweets about like Kim K taking a 18 minute private jet flight to here and doing yeah, this. Yeah, I saw those. And then I looked into it a little more and I think what was happening is that they keep their plane like somewhere different than where they fly out of. Oh. And so the plane was just going to get them, which still isn't good, but. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I just, the, the concept of like. Yeah, it's no, it's incomprehensible. Like imagine flying places the way you get in your car and go get your nails done. Like you just are like, God. well, I'm ready to leave. I and wish, you do. I wish. I wish. 
No, I don't think that's I mean, they're so bad future. for the environment, but like and being rich enough that you're exclusively flying private means you're probably a bad person. But probably. I do want that life. <laughs> I mean, like a lot of things rich life. people have, we wish we had. Yeah, of course. That's why they get rich. Yeah. I was actually thinking about Juliana Ranzik a lot because um Sheena said that she'd been to journalism school and I was like yeah because you thought you were gonna be Juliana Ranzik like when you mm-hmm. say not journalism school her degree was in journalism there's a difference yes. but I, I was like when you said I'm gonna be a journalist you thought you were gonna be Juliana Ranzik that's what you thought and someone was yes. like you need to get a communications a journalism degree or whatever and like you thought you were gonna like be in a gown interviewing I don't know Blake Lively somewhere mm-hmm. um and so I was thinking a lot about Juliana and I remember that failed, I don't want to call it failed, that old reality TV show they had. I mean, and, yeah, it wasn't a failure. They had a lot of seasons of that Yeah, show. they had a lot of seasons. People watched the shit. It was I on watched e. the show. Yeah, I'm, the reason I know about it because I was watching it. And so remember when, so they have a baby via surrogate and uh, she, remember they were like, to have a baby, you need to gain like 10 pounds. And she was like, I'll that is not it. Yeah, I'll that's not never possible. Never forget it. And I in the background, it was five pounds. It was I something honestly, so small. It was minuscule. And I in the background, they're playing music. And I'm like, no, are we going to talk about the fact that she is having like, like this is she, she has an eating disorder, guys. And like, you just told her something that she could never fucking do. And not because she's vain, but like, she can't do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would kill, like, she can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're just playing circus music in the background. Like, isn't she wacky? <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> oh but um, she, 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 they actually had a baby via surrogate. They have one I think child. They have two. No, they, they only have one, I think. Oh, really? I, because I was looking it up and I saw her like talking about how during the pandemic, it's so hard to raise children, to raise a child. And are like, they still together? Yeah, they're still together. She Ugh. just stepped down from E. She has a developmental deal. Out here remember every every season they would be fighting about if they were going to live in chicago or la they <laughs> literally moved from chicago <laughs> to la over and over every again. season every season they'd be like well we're in chicago and then they would have to go back to la and they would pretend like bill had a real business in chicago and that they weren't living off of juliana's well, why? big check from e then why do they keep moving from Chicago to Chicago then? I would never i would let him talk about it but i would never like get I my think shit she really wanted to be like his subservient wife in many ways she was raised that a wife is a certain type of thing and the man is this and the woman's that and she she wanted to do that but it's not possible when she's got the big dick in the room and like and like you there's a lot of conflict internally and also with him and like his internally as well but like i would never get but you know what they're celebrities okay even very small celebrities. And the fact is they had a house in Chicago and LA and it just depended on where her night bag was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like moving quote, like, okay, you just went to Chicago for like three months. Yeah. But I was thinking a lot about her and about how like being rich and being a celebrity is like on a whole new plane. And the things they talk about that are hard or it's not that they're not hard. It's that like, yeah, like mom work-life balance is super hard but like girl don't act like you don't have like all the fucking child care in the world and like you know it's like once he'll uh Ilaria Baldwin posted a picture of her with I think they had four kids at the time and she's like we're about to fly 
cross country with four kids with just left. I'm like, okay, but you're leaving out the three nannies that you have and the fact that you're flying private. Like, yeah, yeah. That's not like me trying to hold five hands in the fucking airport, dragging them to the next gate. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, please stay with me. Please stay with me. Are you with me? I'm calling out names over and over again. Exactly. (laughs) That's very different. And meanwhile, my husband's walking very fast and dragging a child with him. (laughs) Like like this, don't, don't act like that, Ilaria. Anyway, um, let's talk about this show because we talked about every fucking thing. (laughs) So at, at the beginning of the season, following the first season, Kristen and Tom are still together. They've been together five and a half years. It's bizarre watching them together. It looks foreign. It looks like they made that up. <laughs> it's like, I understand in the context of the show Vanderpump Rules that they are exes. Yeah. It, it's really hard to remember that they were together. And especially because they fucking hate each other in this season. Yeah. And like, they are the least sexually, like, there is so little sexual sexual chemistry between them on screen. It's like katie schwartz katie schwartz katie and schwartz have more like attraction to one another than uh kristen and tom well katie and schwartz sometimes speak nicely to each other which is not a thing that kristen and tom ever do so bad it's so bad and as kristen lets us know tom went to vegas and (laughs) fucked a bottle skank three days after my birthday happy 30th birthday to me she keeps repeating this three days after my birthday and I'm like that doesn't mean anything (laughs) I think Kristen's one of those people that claims like a birthday week or a birthday month like three days after your birthday may as well be three months after your birthday it doesn't mean anything (laughs) and these people really love the word skank they love that oh my god she's calling people skanks sluts like and if you notice, they all, anybody that like everyone gets cheated on all the time and anyone that gets cheated on, it's always with some nefarious woman who In knew Vegas. your relationship and was like trying to ruin your life. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, what about that man that was doing it? Like what about- Kristen's energy in this is captivating. I, it's so wild to watch her on screen, like, and also just keeping in mind, like we know that she fucked Jax like while Tom was in the apartment and uh, this already happened already happened and she is like so fucking mad at Tom for and acting like he is the only one who did anything wrong and like Chris was definitely cheating on him their entire relationship the entire relationship like so watching this like knowing what we know it's like Kristen is deranged Sheena says that when she met Kristen she thought she was single because she was dating so many people at work and it turned out she was living with Tom. <laughs> yeah, that sounds believable to me. This is true. But I think Kristen has this personality that I call it a three-act play personality where everything is like this drama and yes. like you got to give Shakespearean speeches about how you've been wronged. And I'm like, yes, I don't know if that's what happened. Um, and Tom obviously did this. She knows because she got tweeted. She got tweeted that it happened. Right. And then she went through his phone bill and then she called the girl. She started calling Vegas numbers, actually. Oh, my God. Kristen, my truth is that me and Kristen have a lot in common and that I will pull up a fucking phone bill so fucking fast. I won't like I mean, it really reminds me of me and like me and my uh, one friend that I'm still friends with, but we were like crazy like this in our early 20s. Mm-hmm. And 
I'm like really glad I don't live a life where I'm doing that anymore. Well, you don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. Where it's not like, like, let me find out where the location was via your Instagram <laughs> picture. Yeah. Like, like, who remember that, that, have that book? Remember she like wrote a book that it came yes. out like the day after she got fired from the Underpump Rules. Yes. And it was all about like how to make sure your boyfriend isn't cheating on you. I'm like, this is domestic abuse what she's describing like also like reading excerpts from it and I'm like she's describing literal domestic abuse like this is actually not okay why would I get a book from somebody whose boyfriend every boyfriend cheated on her like I know and do you even know what it's like Carter who was truly when I was jumping around watching the other pop rules a little bit ago and I went to season five and I forgot Carter existed it was a true jump scare when he came up on screen I was like ah feels like a Boston Terrier. Who said that? Someone said it, and I believe it. Like, he's so weird looking. Isn't he from Austin? I have no idea. I think he, like, was in LA and just, like, lived on her couch for a while. That might have been another person, but... Right. Oh, no, 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 no. I think that was somebody else. Right. But, like, remember she just, like, a guy visited and, like, Uh stayed over and then Uh had squatters rights? I don't think that was Carter, but yes, that definitely (laughs) happened to her. Like, suddenly she was in a relationship with the man that lived with her because he didn't have a home. Yeah, it was yeah. very much, uh, you that know, I think it was somebody else, though. Yeah. And so, like, Kristen and Tom, throughout this episode, Tom, they never say a nice word to each other. No. Um, most of the time, Tom is like, Kristen, you got to calm down. It's the wrong place at the wrong time. And people are like, get control of Kristen. I'm like, when has Tom ever had control of Kristen? When? Name a time. And, uh, he's not, like, Tom's not doing it. I mean, Tom is wrong, but they were in such a toxic relationship. And like, Tom truly is just trying to like have a nice night out. And like in the third episode, when they're at like Arrowhead, you'll mm-hmm. talk about it next week, I guess. And Kirsten goes, yeah, that's why you fuck other girls. Like truly out of nowhere, they're just like in the middle of, oh no, no. She gets mad at him for saying he wears a pair of sunglasses. Like that's the type of fight they have, which is absolutely like being friends with that couple is so infuriating and also like they're 30 30 is tom the same age as kristen i think he's around the same age yes okay also jax is saying he's 33 in this episode and i don't believe that for a minute i think jax is five years older than he admits i think like i'm only like three years older than kristen so like some of the stuff that's happening here i'm like i i'm trying to imagine if i was doing that at like 30 32 33 like and i cannot even no you because you aren't Kristen reminds me of all the older women I work with in restaurants who I was like such good friends with, love them, love them, love them. They're so funny. Mm-hmm. And then you realize that they can't see their kids. And like the reason they're out with you at like two o'clock in the morning is because they're three times divorced and like they live with roommates and stuff. And you're like, you're 22. And when they tell you that they have to go to court to see their kids, you're like, oh, that's fucked up. And then later on, you're like, actually, <laughs> like yeah. maybe you should see them. That's like really common when you're 21, 22, working in a restaurant and a lot of your friends are older than you and they all seem so fun. And then you start to get older and they're not changing at all. And you're like, huh? And that's, I always say that's what happened with Kristen and Stassi. Yeah. Um, I think Stassi, cause Stassi's like 24 in this season. Like she's, she's the young. youngest. Yeah, she is. And so I really do think like not to give Stassi any credit, but I really do think like when Stassi's cor- turning the corner on like 27, 28 and Kristen's turning the corner on 36 and she's like, oh, this is just how you are. Yeah. This is who you are as a person. Your life will always be like this. You will eventually become the manager at a restaurant. And <laughs> that's like, 
but you will be in this shit. You will eventually be Diana at some point, but you will. I have a question about this episode. So does this episode have a corresponding, um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Absolutely. Episode. Cause it, I, and I was like, oh, I should go watch that. And I couldn't remember because this opens like halfway through mm-hmm. an episode and we find out that Kristen and Lisa Vanderpump had a huge fight. Yes. In which Kristen basically tells her to go fuck herself. Like, at a catered event where, where she's providing at Kyle's house. Yeah. For at the, Kyle's for house. The, this is the most Beverly or Real Housewives thing ever. It's cater or Kyle's uh, party for the Beverly Hills Commerce, like Chamber of Commerce. Oh, remember the Chamber of Commerce <laughs> yeah. season? Uh-huh. <laughs> for Alien too. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> and also, production probably made this because Kyle and Lisa Vanderpump are not, at this point, Kyle and Lisa Vanderpump are like Kyle's also, calling her out more. Lisa doesn't have a catering business no she doesn't (laughs) her restaurant doesn't cater none of them know how to cater first of all if you guys don't know like catering is very different from working in a restaurant I worked at um I worked at a country club as a server at a country club and they had weddings and it was literally an entirely different staff for the weddings they would like they had a an agency that they like you know what I mean? They contracted and that con that agency had like temps mm-hmm. and there was maybe one or two servers who would work weddings, but in general, like the caters were a totally different staff than we were. And like, we would help out if we had, you know what I mean? Like if they really needed us, but like catering is really different from regular serving. And like, they go to Kyle's house and then they're done. They're like, okay, see you later. Cause when you're a server, you don't clean up, you don't no. do dishes. No. And when you're a caterer, like you fucking clean. Because like, you have to take, you brought all this stuff with you. Yeah, it has to go home. You have to wash the glasses. You don't do that in a restaurant. You just throw them in the back and the dishwasher deals with it. Except for Waffle House. Waffle House, because I remember sure. once I was working at Denny's and Breakfast Waffle House opened. And the lady, and the our manager was like, you can go over there if you want to, but your ass is going to be washing dishes because they do it all. <laughs> and and like, I was oh, like, oh no. No, no, no. Also, I will say breakfast serving is different than yeah different like even if you look at breakfast serving jobs they'll be like breakfast uh like experience required like they'll specify it yeah it's 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 very different but like it's obvious that production was like we need this to happen because they want brandy and sheena to talk right oh my god brandy is so funny she like just like struts right up to sheena and she goes what's (laughs) wrong with your tooth (laughs) brandy is so tall sheena is so tiny brandy's like truly i mean she has high heels on she's probably over six feet right here yes, right she's like, so tall she's skinny as fuck and she's and, like on her turf and sheena's in flats because she's working yes this is her job and she's <laughs> also got a fake tooth right now because she yeah. fell and she's five foot if a day you know mm-hmm. like and brandy is just like glaring down at her and sheena's like i have like a major oral surgery and gives way too much detail like that's not like, this is not your friend. Like, why are you giving her all this? Like, this tooth is glued to this tooth. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and then she goes up to Lisa to like complain and Lisa loves it. She's like, well, you fucked her husband. <laughs> yeah. And so for people who don't know, I don't know how you wouldn't know this. Eddie Cibrian was married to Brandy Glanville. And during that time, he fucked a lot of people, including she. I mean, to be fair to Brandy, 
I'm pretty sure, at least according to Sheena, they had like a two-year-long relationship. Like yeah. it wasn't just fucking. Like she was in a long-term relationship with Eddie. Simley. He was also now, with Leanne he, at that time too. Yeah. Would he have said he was in a long-term relationship with Sheena? Probably not. Well, here's the thing. He would have been like, I call this girl sometimes and bring her on a boat sometimes. Yeah, I and get her gifts every once in a while. Yeah, and she said, she would have said that he was her boyfriend. Yes. And he wouldn't have classified him that, like, because no. to him, it was a transactional relationship. Yes. Meanwhile, she's at home and like, people are trying to date her and she's like, no, I have a boyfriend. Yeah. And he's like, Sheena, what is her last name? Like, that's, you know. Yeah. But- the fact is, Brandy's uh, relationship explode, I mean, imploded because he was dating a lot of people. And what he did was leave her for Leanne. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so this came out in the first season. That's why we had that crossover episode. Um, Brandy said, Brandy says a lot, but Brandy has said that in the past that she felt very pressured, like Lisa Vanderpump pressured her to do these scenes and she did not want to do these or the ones in the first season, but she did it because lisa pressured her to and to help her with her show so i believe that lisa wanted her to i don't believe that brandy was not a willing participant same i also believe production wanted you to this is yeah like i mean it's good it's a good scene yeah this is this i'm sure that this is production's idea and they were like we need you to like and also brandy is a production girl like she's the one that they go and go she's a lisa renna yeah. yeah, go over there and ask about whether you're doing coke in the bathroom. Like, and she's like, okay, yeah. I'll go. Yeah, I totally agree. And she's like, she, one of my big problems with Brandy and Lisa Vanderpump, that breakup of that relationship, is this. I do not doubt that Lisa Vanderpump is a conniving behind the scenes person that like would do things to push Brandy to do stuff. Mm-hmm. But has Brandy never had a work friend before? I think what, Brandy realized, which is what a lot of people realize with Lisa Vanderpump is I think that they think Lisa like genuinely loves them and wants to take care of them. And then they realize Lisa just has broken bird syndrome in which she likes to collect broken people. And like, she gets off on like being the put together one. And when you start to like feel a little better about yourself, I think Lisa's not so thrilled. And then her relationships blow up. And I think that's what happened with Brandy. And she also likes to talk down to you from I'm a put together person. And why are you doing that? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like Brandy was Lisa's like funny little friend to laugh at. And I think that Brandy got sick of it and then handled it in the worst possible way. (laughs) Yeah. I also think that like, maybe it's because I've been watching reality TV for so long, but anybody I met as a cast member on a reality TV show, I'd be like, we're work friends. Yeah. Yeah. Like this, this works because we go to work with each other every day. And I like how you are at work. But if you stop doing the QED reports, like we don't have to be friends anymore. (laughs) And so I don't know. It's, I just think that like, it's a little unfair. I sound like I'm defending Lisa, but it's a little unfair for Brandon to be like, I didn't want to talk to Sheena. And yeah. Lisa made me of so she said something. It's so stupid. Brandy, shut up. Like it was Lisa's idea, and you're like, great, I can be featured on another show. She probably got paid. If her yeah. face and she was talking on Vanderpump Rules, that's a paycheck. And she got to be the wrong party that was like talking down to a little girl. Yeah. I like <laughs> But what's going on at this party? Like, so it opens up that party. What's going on is that. Sheena, so Kristen has made a scene and is gone. <laughs> She's 
stalking off as she always does. And Sheena and Stasi are working this party. And so is Jax and whatever. And Sheena and Stasi are not as good of friends as they were at the end of last season because when Sheena had her awful, awful surgery, her 17 hour open heart surgery on her tooth, Stasi did not contact her the next day or or ask about her ever, or ever about or it. ever. <laughs> and Stasi never checked in because Stasi was like, "You went to the dentist." Yeah, and it's true. She did go to the dentist, and it's also goes, I was in an oral surgeon's office for six hours. <laughs> mm, I don't really believe her. Whose side are you on? I mean, first Stassi. of all, for six hours she was in the fucking the the yeah. waiting room for two. No, I'm a hundred percent on Saucy's side. And here's the thing. And this is a problem I have with Sheena a lot is that like Sheena has no concept going back to the work friend thing, right? Where mm-hmm. like Sheena will be like, we're best friends. And then like set up these expectations for her best friends in her head. And then like when Saucy doesn't do them, instead of being like, oh, I guess we weren't really that close. Sheena like confronts Stassi on it. And is like, why wouldn't you talk to, why didn't you like text me about it? Right. Instead of being like, oh, hey, and then just like understanding where you stand with them. Um, also, it's just like nobody cares about your tooth surgery. Yeah, this isn't. <sighs> and not, I hate to say it's this not, is not a real surgery. It's <laughs> not. And like, I, I feel for her really dental problems suck. And like, yeah. I think she felt like was drunk and fell and like knocked a tooth out. And like, well, that sucks. But yeah. I don't think it's the type of surgery where people are reaching out to make sure that you're okay because it's like not it's not like you ended up sick and in the hospital and then you had to have surgery and like it's just like it's like getting your wisdom tooth out which I know she would say it's not the same but to me it seems the same it is and if you're very close friends with someone like I would have texted and been like oh how's it going are you okay yeah of course but Sheena and Saucy are not very close friends they barely know each other Saucy's like why are you bringing this up with me? And that's why I'm on Stassi's side with this because I feel like Stassi is very clear where her and Sheena stand, mm-hmm. which is that they were getting along better, like things were good, but now you're being fucking crazy. Yeah, and you're telling, and so, you know, she's the favorite of Lisa Vanderpump and you're telling Lisa Vanderpump like really wild shit about me she in response to the fucking that. rat with this. Like she she's goes to Lisa and she's like, Stassi never checked in on me with my surgery. And then Lisa's confronting Stassi and Stassi's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, let's just keep it real guys. That's TV. Like Lisa confronting Stassi about this TV, That's but I TV. would still be pissed if I was yeah. Stassi. Because Lisa owns this restaurant with other investors, right? I think it's, yes either two or three i mean Natalie and guillermo all right so i'm not gonna sit here and pretend like lisa doesn't own the restaurant which is what other people say but that she does own the restaurant but it's true that many people usually own a restaurant and that the conversation she has with kristen about her attitude the conversation she has about hiring schwartz and stuff yeah in real life guys that's the fakest thing on here because she would not be having those conversations like talks about scheduling like yeah like there's no way and i'm not saying lisa vanderpump doesn't work I actually, this is something I wanted to ask you. Have you ever seen Lisa Vanderpump's assistant on TV? Uh, no, except when Katie Maloney spent a season pretending to be her assistant. Because you know she's got a, she's got at least two. Of course. I mean, I yeah, she does work, but a manager is so different from an owner in a restaurant. Yes. Like so different. And she's the owner, not the manager, but that doesn't work on TV. Right. 
So they right. need her to be the manager. Yeah. And it's not even, I don't even think Diana will be having some of these conversations. I think Peter will be having a lot of these conversations. Yeah. Diana, like, Diana's like super in charge. Peter does the schedule. Yeah. So Diana's Peter will be like, GM. oh, I can't schedule you. I think Diana's GM and then like Peter and probably three other managers are assistant managers. Yeah. Like even my GM, I would not have a daily conversation with. No. So, so does, those the are- GM doesn't know the schedule. No, they have nothing to do with this. You'd be like, go talk to Peter. So so this is all like happening at the catering event and stuff. And what happens throughout the episode is that, first of all, Pandora, the most boring person on fucking earth gets on the screen. I forgot they were still trying to make Pandora like a big part of Vanderpump Rules at this time in her. In her boring ass husband. Magazine. Pandora makes supposed to believe Pandy was doing a magazine that Stassi was writing for because Stassi's a writer right Pandy makes me uncomfortable her entire presence makes me uncomfortable because I know that she and Lisa Vanderpump are too close says a woman who speaks to her mother several times a day every day but still and it makes her uncomfortable because I know they're close at the expense of Max and Max makes me really sad and I know Max is adopted yeah and I know that like the way that she treats Pam, like I'll never forget her being like explaining her kids and being like, well, Max is adopted and Pandora is just very much like me and Ken and Max is just not, he's had a lot of trouble. Like it was, she so, never said trouble, but it implied it. Like, and then she talks about how they have to send him away yeah, and he doesn't have the work ethic. And like, she basically I was like, she talks about Max. She basically was like, my biological child is yes. great. And my adopted child's a fuck up. Yeah. And like, I, like, if I noticed that, obviously Max notices it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the presence of Pandora makes me uncomfy because every time I think, and what about Max? And what about Max? And what about Max? Max is like literally bussing tables in the background. (laughs) Yeah. And while Pandora's getting to pretend like she has a magazine, Max is working doubles. (laughs) Yeah. Not even food running, not even bartending. He's fucking bussing. The fact that she has her grown son bussing. If you own a restaurant, your kids are bussing at 14, 15. Yeah. They're serve, they're running food at like 16, 17. They're serving as soon as they hit 18. Then at 19, they're bartending. If your adult child is bussing, you fucking think they are the scum of the earth. Yeah. Yeah. And even the fact that like, it's demoralizing the fact that you guys make him bust tables and I'm like, just pay his rent. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm sure they do, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just something about like, they can't, they didn't even make him a server. Like make him go in the back and like work admin or something. Like make him do, do not, don't do him that. Don't do, don't do this. Cause busing is the lowest guys in the economy of a restaurant. Busing is the lowest. It's usually connected to dishwashing. Yeah, for front of house, it's definitely the lowest. Yeah. And so, like, Pandora makes me uncomfortable. Pandora, Sheena, and Lisa shopping together <laughs> makes me uncomfortable. Do Pandora, is, did I miss it? Do Pandora and Sheena have the same birthday? Is that what it is? Yeah, that's what Lisa said. Okay. So they have the same birthday and they decide to have a birthday, like, lunch or whatever. And for some reason, Sheena invites all these people she doesn't like. Oh, she says Jax was the only one who contacted her after her uh, dental I surgery. Have, and I actually believe that because I think in many ways, Jax is a good friend. I think Jax is... He's an enigma. He's terrible, but I think he also like is the person that if you get surgery, he'll like show up at your house. Or I think if you have to move 
at least at this point in his life, I think if you have to move, like Jax will come with his truck and help you move. I think Jax is, whichever one is the one that understands either a psychopath or a sociopath, the one that understands the rules. I think Jax has a very good understanding of what he should be doing because he's a charming person and he's a manipulative yes. person. And so he knows that you are supposed to do this. And so he will do that. Whether, regardless of whether or not he sometimes likes you, he will do that. And so he knows you're supposed to show up. So that's what he does. And yeah. so she invites all these people, including Katie, who hates her. Hates her. She doesn't invite Kristen. Right. And because so- they're mad at Kristen because of the way that she talked to Lisa. And for Pandora, fine. But Sheena's like, you just cannot talk to Lisa like that. Oh, we missed. It's so funny. After the catering, they all meet up at a bar. Mm. And Kristen is like, you're all pussies for not standing up to Lisa. And Katie's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I'm at my job. <laughs> Katie's like, it, we're at work. Like, I'm not going to tell my boss to go fuck herself. And Chris, like, this is how demented Kristen is that she's like, well, I'm the only one brave enough to tell Lisa like it is. <laughs> well, like Kristen ends up getting suspended for two weeks. And I was like, the reason this is fake is because one, Lisa wouldn't be doing this. And also if I got suspended two weeks at a restaurant job, I just get another job. Yeah. Because two weeks with no tips, she's homeless. It's like, yeah. there's no way, there's no yeah. fucking way, but we're supposed to believe she takes her two week suspension and she just like, doesn't make any money during that time and comes back to work. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. So at this party, like, I guess I also, I'm also uncomfy with Pandora being even Pan. I know Pandora doesn't want her mother to be talked to like that. And I understand that because I keep that same energy about my mom, but the fact that she's having these types of conversations throughout the episode, I'm like, but that's at work. Like, why are you? Yeah. Also, the other thing is like, if you are going to be, I mean, I've worked with like the children of the bosses yep, and um, like, especially this one place, it's like the they were my dad it was like my dad's best friend and so like I've known the kids all my life and but like and there's definitely like a a line you have to walk but Uh they also understood that like we're all employees here yeah and like there's you can't I mean our owners were a lot more hand off hands off like every you know what I mean like like like, every owner yeah (laughs) um but there's debt, like, it's kind of hard to explain, but the way that Lisa or that Pandora is like really acting like it's a personal affront to her, uh, just like wouldn't happen. Cause that person would either just get fired. You know what I mean? Like that person yeah. would just get fired if it was such an issue, but Pandora being like, like, I don't know. She has like this one foot in one foot out thing that bothers me. Yeah. And also Ken and Lisa supposedly own restaurants, bars and types of things for a really long time. Like Pandy, just isn't your first go around. Um, why are you shocked that people are mad that they got suspended? Like yeah. That's, that's what happens. Like, you should already know how to handle this. And she's like, she just, I don't know. She reminds me of Tim Gunn. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like how Tim Gunn is like a robot. Gosh. He like, it feels like almost like Matt on um, Homecoming this year where Matt's clothes fit him exactly perfectly. He's always wearing lots of layers and weird colors. And he seems like such a tidy little man and has no wrinkles and like I feel like puppets are, are moving him mm-hmm. that's how I feel about Pandy she it feels like puppets are moving her and like there's like nothing inside yes. and so it's really weird 
But I agree with that. So at the the luncheon, <laughs> what is this? The Gilded Age. I know. <laughs> uh sheena wants to ask uh like why are you guys even friends with Kristen? because um you guys fight all the time and why is Kristen coming to the our party tonight at the bar because we don't want to see her right pandy i don't want to see her <laughs> so, <laughs> so they do that and Kristen and stassi are like we're like sisters <laughs> we're gonna fight and get back together all the time we're sisters um but the reason that's important is because later they're going to talk about it at that party. Um, but before we get there, I want to talk about Jax and Stassi's dad. Oh, Stassi. I'll never forget on like the original version of Punk Podcast, mm-hmm. Laura being like Stassi's gay daddy. Like, it's like what, how I always think of that. I don't know. Is he gay? He, he I don't know. He's not. I don't think he is gay. But just like, there's just something so like, I don't know how to describe it, but like, he's just so weird. Yeah. He, he's a New Orleans businessman. I want to see his tax statements and his uh, bank statements. And I want to see where they don't add up because he (laughs) doesn't do, um, he, I, I don't know. Why do you think they, this, I don't like scenes with Saucy's family. No, I think that they want us to like, I don't know. Her mom is in the season and then her little brother is so annoying. (gasps) They set that little boy up because if you put him on the screen talking like a fucking adult and people talk shit about oh, him on right. Twitter, what I, the fuck Tom, San- Tom Sandoval like said something at a reunion or something and they were so mad at him. And I'm like, as far as I'm concerned, that little boy is a cast member. Like, yeah. You put him on the screen to say what he thought about Tom Sandoval's relationship. He's 10 or 12, something like that. And yeah. if Tom has something to say back, what do you want? I, I feel that way about all of these shows. Like when they're, like saying that you can't talk about the kids in the housewife i'm like well are they talking about the adults yeah do or do they have a talking head yes i fucking can <laughs> so <laughs> brielle beerman yes i fucking can i have all yeah. kinds of things to say um i just thought this was like such a weird because jackson St- guys jackson, jackson stassi are broken up at this point they have slept together she says they've been broken up for a year i was like that seems exaggerated um but they have slept together three times in that time and but like I- was shocked when Stassi was saying that she was like so desperately in love with Frank and like Frank was the person she wanted to be with and that she was going to fly to Washington DC to see him I was like I thought the sex tape thing had already come out I think it didn't happen until season like the end of season two okay so that was confusing too season three when Sheena or when Stassi's like Sheena's dead to me and like when she moves to New York and it's it hasn't happened yet but I was like she liked him that much yeah she's like it's so weird. So they do this like uh, lunch thing where Stassi leaves and her daddy talks to Jax, but mostly about the fact that he needs to earn 10%, 10, 5 10% more every year and he can't do that as a bartender. Well, first he, Stassi's daddy, uh, pulls a bottle of Baileys out of his pocket. <laughs> a, little, a little shooter of Baileys, which is unhinged behavior. I'm sorry, that's insane. She said it's because it's from New Orleans. I was like, nah, that's not it. <laughs> That's like, that means he like thought ahead. <laughs> yeah. There was or also, is there no Baileys that. at that place? Like, are they yeah. at like a cafe or something? I, I have no idea. But yeah, Jax comes up. Also, like, I do get what they're saying when it comes to Jax because Jax is like, I got an apartment. What else do you want me to do? It's like, Jax, you're 40. 
He goes, last year, I quit my job. I cheated on Stasi. I lied to my friends about it. I got the job back. My friends have forgiven me. Now one thing to do. <laughs> like, so you Stassi, sound like you're- Stasi like likes the humiliation campaign of making Jax like beg for her and her family. Yeah, that's what she likes. Um, and they also go out on, I don't know what's, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. In one of these episodes, they go out, they go out to eat, right? Or they, it's a date to Jax. Yeah. It's, I don't know, something to do for Stasi, like to have him beg for a little while while, while paying yeah, for her dinner? I think that Stasi um, goes back and forth on if she wants to like hook up with him that night. And so she'll like agree to do stuff because like maybe she'll feel like fucking him. Mm. And then I think like halfway through the date, she like got the major ick and was like, I want you to die. And was like, I don't want to be here anymore. Like, I think that she probably, cause she was like getting dressed for it and like kind of excited. Yeah. And I was like, oh, she probably just like is a little bored. You're right. It's something to do. And she likes Jack's like begging for her and maybe they'll have sex. Cause she tells Christina Kelly earlier in the episode that like, Jackson, her have really good sex and so she's probably like yeah that's fine we'll do that tonight and then like she likes to be thrown so around re- she says yeah this is so relatable for like your on and off again boyfriend or your friend with benefits in your early 20s where you're sure. like yeah i want to hook up with them tonight and then you go out with them and you're like oh my god i fucking hate you <laughs> yeah there's a reason i don't want to be with you yeah um but it turns into this this melodramatic ride home where the, so the lights are on. Remember old reality TV shows where your lights had to be on in your car yeah. for them to film you or your Like they don't do that anymore. <laughs> no, yeah, they don't. This is like sometimes when I'm watching Tori Spelling shit, the lights are all on in her fucking <laughs> uh her and her fucking Range Rover as she's driving down the street. And I'm like, yeah, because they they had to be able to look in there and see you. Um, but they're but they still have mics on, and so all you hear is them like arguing on the way back and him being like just sit there and don't say anything. And she's like, this is laughable. And he's like, don't laugh at me. <laughs> and I'm like, that's this is after she... they both sat at the table crying. At... <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, we're running down the street. And it's like, you know, but the thing is, it's a complete, I've had those conversations <laughs> where it's like, we should end this. At one point, so he gets out of the car because she's talking about how much she misses Frank. She's talking yeah. about, she's, he's, he's like, I let you be with Frank. She's like, you've had two girlfriends since then. <laughs> I'm like, that makes sense. <laughs> so she's like, I'm not going to feel sorry for you, which I was like, T, like, I, I don't feel sorry I mean, for you, Jack. Sassy has Jax's number all day. Like yeah. she always knows exactly what's going on with Jax. Her only problem is like, does she want to sleep with him or not? And if she does, she lets him kind of get away with some shit. And also I think that like, her friends really suck and they really do pick jacks over her every time. Um, Wait, somebody asked me this on Instagram and I wanted to ask you this. Why do you think them being in relationships is so important to them at such young ages? Because think about it. Uh, Tom and Kristen have been together since they were 25. Uh-huh. Stasi is like 24, 25 in this and is determined to be in a relationship. And Sheena is in this episode Talking about getting married to Shay. <laughs> I mean, I think Sheena's like 26 in this. I think Sheena's a little older than Stassi. I know, but still she's like, these make great, great wedding um, shoes. I don't know. I feel like I was like obsessed with being in a relationship at that age. You also, think it has- Stassi, First of all, Stassi's from the South. That's true. I think so, it also has to do with self-esteem. 
Yeah, Stassi's an old maid at this point in her mind. Like, Mm -hmm. um, Kristen and Tom, it's like, well, they started living together probably for finances, and now their lives are just like so intertwined with each other. What about Schwartz and Katie? All her friends are in relationships, and yeah, and they're all friends. And I think it's just like easier to have Tom as your boyfriend than not. Okay, okay. okay, I don't know. I would say they're like obsessed with being in relationships, but. I don't know their behavior does like that doesn't seem weird to me like I, I don't know what the answer to that is besides like you're just in your 20s and you want a serious relationship because you feel grown up and like it feels the first like, like time an accomplishment your, yeah and the first time in your life it's like this per I mean realistically this person could be your husband you know as oh, opposed to like true. the guy that you dated in high school and even the guy that you dated in college like realistically like if we are together for three years like we're gonna get married in a way that didn't exist with my past relationships Mm. and I I I mean it's like societal pressure because I they're like well I want to be married by 28 and so I'm 24 now which means I have to be with my boyfriend for three you know what I mean like yeah also Katie and Tom is probably in that in that start of like everybody you know is getting married yeah I mean Katie's from Utah she's not more Utah Utah So most of the people she knows are probably married. I think in LA, it's a little different. People get married older in mm-hmm. LA. Like I, I do know that, I don't think. But I, I mean, I think a lot of it, one is like having somebody to live with in your 20s really sure. helps. Yep. Um, especially like all of, none of them live where their families are. Mm-hmm. Also, I think that's probably a big part of it. Like when you live far away from your family, it's nice to have, somebody that you essentially consider your family your significant other right yeah, like yeah that adds a lot of value to your life because like you're kind of floating alone it feels like mm-hmm. and like rent is fucking expensive in LA and it's probably nice to be able to split a one bedroom with your boyfriend yep I I'd forgotten about Katie being from Utah um I'd also forgotten Katie fell through that fucking skylight oh yeah that's crazy <laughs> until I saw her face and I was like why is Katie all scratched up? And I was like, oh yeah, we believe that sometimes she's a bitch because she hit her head really hard when she fell yeah, she's a TBI probably. Yeah. Okay, so at the end of this, this crying in the car and shit, they, they, he, Jax is driving this dented up. <laughs> I know, I was like, wow, the old Jax. They had not gotten big paychecks yet for season and, two. Oh, and so he, she gets out he's dropping her off on the road on the side like at the beginning of her apartment complex the way they you know in LA they have this courtyards that lead to things and he's like close the door close the door please close the door close the door and she finally closed the door he gets out of the car and I'm like why did you want her to close the door so bad and he's screaming at traffic he's like shut up <laughs> she's like I have neighbor shacks neighbors and I'm like yeah this is like your second apartment this is like I just remember being like very concerned about my neighbors when I was like playing growing up in my fucking apartment now I'm like I don't give a fuck about those motherfuckers Mm -hmm. (laughs) but they continue to have like it's almost like another breakup yeah it really I mean and the funny thing is earlier in the episode they show Jax getting her name tattooed on him uh, because he gets his tribal tattoo covered up, which is another reason That's I'm right. convinced that man is five years older than he says. That man is solidly Gen X. He's oh a tribal tattoo. Oh my God, he has a tribal tattoo. Like Pam Anderson in, has one. He got that shit in 1996 when he was 20 years old. Oh my God. Because Jax was born in 1976. Like, and I will oh die on that hill. Oh my God. <laughs> So you're saying Jax is like 46, 47 years old yeah, right now. because I think he's saying he's like 41 right now. 
And that's why his mom mad at his mom because she knows his real birthday. Yeah. <laughs> One of his moms just posts his birth certificate on fucking Instagram. One I day. mean, I like that. His he has a tribal tattoo. That man is Gen X. You're right. You're at, Liz, this is the most fucking sense anybody said to be all fucking week. That is absolutely fucking true. And he gets it covered up with like this. What is it like a dragon or something? I don't know. Some ugly shit. It's real ugly. Um, and it's way bigger than a tribal tattoo. Yeah, so I was like, should have gotten the tribal removed, honestly. Like, it was pretty small. It was already starting to fade. Like, that, it was black ink. They probably could have removed that shit in like three sessions. And then he also gets Stassi's signature, which I think is better than getting someone's name, actually. Yeah, I remembered the thing that Jax was obsessed with getting girls' names tattooed on him and then covered up because he also gets Cameron's name tattooed on him later, remember? I think that I think he doesn't necessarily want, but it's a thing he can do to be like, I care about you. I yeah, my ex boyfriend actually like got my initial tattooed on him, and I remember being like, okay. <laughs> I know my husband. We were still together when it happened, but I was like, this doesn't feel like like this doesn't make me feel anything. My husband wanted to get my his name my name tattooed on him, but I was like, I just feel weird about you walking around with the name with princess tattooed on you somewhere. <laughs> it's weird. And I said also, like, it's not gonna keep me from breaking up with you. Yeah. So I don't know. But so he gets her signature on him because yeah, Tom Sandoval shows up to help him with the date to figure out how like how to dress. Cause apparently Tom Sandoval loves to dress. This is when we start. Well, no, because in the first season, we were talking all about his hair. He's, like, trying to get him to flat iron his hair and shit. Mm-hmm. He's like, like, she likes it like this. She likes this. She likes that. Um, and then in the next episode, the Lake, Ep- Lake Arrowhead episode, that's where she sees it. Yes. So while all, you're right, while all this is going on, his name, her name is tattooed, her signature is yes. tattooed on his. While they're having this big fight in the middle of the street. In the middle of the street. And she just walks off. Is it, does it? shock you how skinny Stassi is in these episodes yeah yeah like just looking at her is like oh damn yes but if you look at her wedding picture she's that thin again right now oh yeah okay well yeah she's teeny tiny and also she looks young in her face like she looks different like she looks young and I don't mean to be like Stassi looks old now because I don't she doesn't but like you're like oh yeah she was they I mean this is I think they're also hot in season two and then you get to season three and you're like something has changed i think Jax is already changing they were showing pictures like flash like when i watched this they were showing a recap from season one i was like oh ja- Jax was really fucking hot and i was like he's all i don't know he gets bloated to well and yeah. this is like like what he the fuck am i like, talking about remember bloated. When he's getting a nose job every season and like- yeah he just looks different and i'm like yeah. oh and I, I, so, oh, and I wanted to also talk about Stassi gets so many talking heads during these episodes. And I think it's because Stassi's funny. She yeah, is yeah, for sure. She's witty. She's having a good time in those things. And I can imagine mm-hmm. Katie with her orange hair being like, um, like being sometimes hard to pull things out of. Yes. You know? And Kristen probably seems insane in a lot of her talking heads. Like, right she's just like going off on tangents they probably can't use and then sheena just sounds stupid in hers and so stassi's probably the one that's like funny and quick and they have a fun time with and it comes off better on camera yeah because they talk about stassi um she wants world domination which is like this is this is her brand like this type of shit she says is her brand like uh but they do like 
I don't know, maybe 40 seconds of her talking about what world domination would be for her. And I'm just like, did y'all need this? No, <laughs> the answer is no. So that's all that happens with Jax and Stasi in these two episodes, right? Yeah, they, we need to talk about Sheena and her birthday party. So yeah, let's talk about the birthday party. So the actual <laughs> birthday party, not luncheon. The party is yeah. at a club. Well, she because has, Pandora is like an adult with a husband and like a, they have full-time jobs and like she wants to have a birthday luncheon and Sheena works at a restaurant and wants to have a party at a like, club. Like Pandy left at nine o'clock. Yeah, Pandy's like, we gotta go. Jason has to be at work tomorrow at 7 a.m. <laughs> right, it's, it's a Wednesday, guys. Yeah, uh, 100% <laughs> it's a Wednesday. So they're going... Uh, Sheena is wearing a bedazzled like corset and like a tutu a tutu <laughs> and she, she is like like uh, truly walking around like a clown like I don't know how else to describe it but she is giving off major clown vibes at one point Stassi, Kristen and Katie are sitting there like they're telling oh, like they obviously already told Kristen. yeah well we met we missed something that at the luncheon the topic of Kristen comes up and they're right. like Kristen's coming and they're like well I didn't invite her did you invite her and Katie's like yeah she's coming they're like and Sheena's like I don't understand why you're friends with her because all you do is fight and like and every get other back together week, and fight and get back together and fight and she she's not wrong right right like, Sheena's exactly a hundred percent right but you're never gonna win that fight especially like having it you're not friends with Katie. That's the thing. Like you're, you don't sound, it doesn't sound concerning. And right now Kristen and Katie are friends. So like, you don't go to Katie and you're like, well, you and Kristen shouldn't be friends anymore. Cause of course they're going to tell Kristen, which is exactly what they do. Yeah. And so they've already told Kristen, by the way, because that's yeah. what you do with your friends. Yeah. And they're outside smoking cigarettes, talking shit on Sheena. Right. And they've been friends for three years at this point. And I was like, that is not a long time, but I guess no. it is if you work in restaurants. <laughs> yeah, it is. To work in a restaurant together for three years is a long time. Yeah. So they're talking about it. And Sheena with her clown ass just kind of like comes up and goes, hey, <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, who sent you around that corner production was like you had to go talk to the girls like we don't care about your family this is boring because our mom's there because she does moms yeah. everywhere her, oh god her family. i have a close relationship with my mom she would never come to her family like is something else that's weird right yeah it is weird my mom would be like have fun at your party <laughs> yeah what the fuck am i doing down there but fine is she just mom married yes i believe so because I would peg her for like being like not married and her and Sheena are like in a relationship um I think that was the case for a while but I think that she's now been with Sheena's stepfather for a long time because I think that her little sister is like okay. that's her dad but okay Sheena's sister is like almost 10 full years younger than her I think okay okay that makes sense so she comes around and and Kristen is like why would you even ask that why would you ask that? It's none of your business. You want to be our friend so bad. This is, and Katie's like, she wants to be our friend so bad. Is, She's trying to take Kristen out to get in. <laughs> this is truly like major mean girl energy from the witches of WeHo in which they're like, Sheena wants to be our friend. And it's like, I think she does on one hand really want to be their friend. But on the other hand, I think she's also like, well, we're on a TV show together. Like we're gonna have to take we're gonna be around each other there's no way we're not so and also just i just listened to your your episode today about 
Jade and Bree and you know Kale and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I have lots of opinions on your relationship because we're on a TV show together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why. So, but they're but they start an argument in which Sheena tells them to get out. Starting there, okay. They're at a club. It's open to everyone. They don't have to leave. But Sheena goes back to the table, and then Katie walks. Also, by. here's the thing: you can't invite Tom Sandoval somewhere, and then katie and stassi and then not invite kristen like kristen is invited like you can't no you, you can't. can't invite someone's long-term boyfriend and be like but kristen's not allowed to come yeah you cannot be like hey princess do you want to come to my party? do not bring your husband yeah no, don't even think about it. Like, he's kristen, not invited they're acting like kristen wasn't invited but kristen was invited because you invited her boyfriend and all her friends that's called inviting kristen they're acting they're acting like kristen saw that there was a party in this club and was walking down the street and just went in yeah they <laughs> like, were like well why is kristen coming tonight because all of our friends are going and we're filming a tv show but even if you kristen get rid of the, the call filming show yeah even if you get rid of the filming show aspect like kristen is invited to that like you can't have a party with all of your coworkers, all of their friends, including her boyfriend, she's going to come. That's what's, that's how you invite someone to a party. Yeah. And so like, Shane is trying to get Katie to leave. And I don't know if Katie's leaving or not, but at this point, Shay and Tom Schwartz get into it. It is so confusing. It escalates so quickly, but I guess according to Tom Schwartz, what happened is like, Mike started talking shit on it basically and like commenting on it and Schwartz was like stay out of girls business and then he suddenly they're physically fighting yeah Schwartz called Mike Shea a bitch then they're physically fighting and then I mean not to say Tom Schwartz is right but then Mike Shea is literally hugging Sheena hysterically crying on her shoulder I'm like oh he's fucked up well before <laughs> this before this Jax goes Mike Shea is fucked up. Like he's drunk. Yeah. Probably yeah, he, some of those perks too that he like to eat. Yeah, he's probably on a lot of stuff. And Sheena's face while she's looking at him is like, what happened? He's <laughs> so- like truly sobbing. I'm like, this is really embarrassing for her. I would have left him. I would have taken him home. I would have been like, yeah, that's know. you have to go home. Like you cannot yeah. stay at the club. Once your boyfriend starts crying, like you gotta go. But Sheena's not gonna leave. She's the queen for the day. No, she's it's her not- party. She's not gonna leave. <laughs> And um, so what happens is that once that fight starts, Katie, Schwartz, and Jax. They, I guess they said they were put out. Yeah, it's Stassi, Jax, Kristen. It's all of them, right? Well, like they all, all go downstairs. Yeah, they but all go Katie downstairs. Katie says that she and Schwartz got put out. Yeah. I maybe Kristen's not there bouncers. with them, actually, at that moment. Kristen has already left or something. I don't really know what's going on. But Katie... It's Katie, Saucy, Schwartz, and Jax. They're all like standing downstairs. Mm-hmm. And Sheena, this is truly the most unhinged <laughs> thing Sheena's ever done. I was like kind of shocked watching. I couldn't believe that she did this. Yeah. She comes out on the balcony and she goes, Katie, you need to leave. You need to leave. Saucy, come in here. Come in here for a minute. Come in here. And Saucy's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm not coming in there. You just kicked my friends out. Like, I. I, I can't believe Saucy didn't like walk back up and laugh in her face. Like Sheena looked so stupid in that scene. Yeah. Being like, Sheena, come back up here. Like it truly reminded me of like seventh grade summer camp. She was queen for a day. She really was like, you need to do, it's my party and you need to do what I say. Yeah. Saucy's like, no, I'm leaving with my friends. Like, What are you talking about? Saucy, Saucy, you need to come up here right now. 
So what happens as a result of this is that what Tom Schwartz, what Katie wants to get Tom Schwartz a job right. at Sir, a bartender job, which means that he'll be on the show more. Yes, he probably because I think production liked him after the first season and was like, "We got to get Schwartzy in here." But also, I think Katie's still working at Sir, and yeah, I don't sure. think they're all working there. At this Tom point. Schwartz does not have stable income, and she would love for him no, no, to have two doesn't. shifts a week, yeah, and have something. So also remember that this is like pre-SpawnCon on Instagram. So being on one season of a television show doesn't mean shit at this point. Like you don't amass a hundred thousand followers and then start hawking 50. Like they right. still just like had to go serve tables. And uh, yeah, Katie even says like, I know Tom wants to marry me, but like to get married, he has to have a job. <laughs> like that man is almost 30 years old, girl. Like what are you saying? I don't know. Like I, I, this, I, I know that there's a time when I had to be like this. Cause I think we all went to these stages, mm-hmm. this idea of like going out and getting this alley cat and trying to make them into like a house cat. Yeah. Is like, I also think that Katie has low self-esteem and I think that Tom Schwartz is very cute. And I think that she's like, well, I got the cute guy. Like I'm going to hold on to him, even though Katie's very beautiful and like, it's stupid that she feels that way, but I think she does feel that way. He's really pretty. And her hair is so awful in this season. And Jack's literally the first thing he says to Tom Schwartz in episode one, it's like, Katie's hair looks awful. And Tom goes, I know I told her and I'd sleep on the couch. It's Why would you tell her that? She it's can really see her hair. Yeah. <laughs> and production wouldn't let her change it for continuity issues. I like, just changed it. But she's new to reality TV. She doesn't realize that like, she's gonna be on the fucking show. Yeah. Like I would have just changed it. And there's no, like after you shot with me, like, four to five times like I'm gonna be on the show so I just change it there's nothing they can do about it yeah but so I think Katie and I also I think it's because like Kristen is so domineering and Stassi is so domineering I think Katie's just like naturally a less confident person Mm -hmm. and I think that she's like well I got the guy right like he's so cute everybody loves him everybody thinks he's so nice My he's family a beta. loves him I can boss him around yeah and so I think that she's like okay so now we have to get him a job and then now like she's building a man right now yes um so are you attracted to Sorcy? um I mean I think he's cute but I think he's like an alcoholic mess so like at this point in time no right uh, but like watching early seasons yeah I thought Tom was because we don't he's know it He's not like hot, hot. He's, but he's like very, he's like a puppy. He's fuckable. He's gettable is what he is. Yeah. He looks it's, gettable. It, he's like, I want to like snuggle him because he's like a cute little puppy. Mm-hmm. The only reason I'm not attracted to him is because he looks like he wears uh, shoes without socks. And he definitely the, does. The type of person who wears that also like commits hate crime sometimes. And so like, I'm just a very cautious person. So immediately sure. when I look at him, I'm like, oh, you wear boat shoes. No. <laughs> it's like that's, but I can see how, like, I understand how he got those modeling jobs. I understand how mm-hmm. he's not threatening. He's mm-hmm. cute, yes. but not so cute yes. that you're like, oh my God, I can't let him go to the store. Someone's going to fuck him. Like, yeah. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's not Jax. Yes. And he seems, he seems easygoing. He's a beta as well as he Kate. always <laughs> apologizes to you. Like, yeah. yeah he just doesn't actually do anything or make any change or make any effort at all yeah 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 so like i see his appeal so his she wants 
his next girlfriend's gonna be 23 mark my fucking words oh fucking yeah his next girlfriend's gonna be 23 because a 23 year old thinks they can change a person like that and and he's famous and he's cute and he's going to get some 23 year old idiot that at 26 is going to be like wow you're 40 and you have not changed at all and I gotta go and he's just gonna repeat the cycle yeah like when I was talking about on here how like if I met my husband today at almost 42 I would not marry him at all (laughs) like people thought I was saying we were breaking up no I'm not saying that I'm just saying that like protecting my peace is so important at this age yeah and at that age I was like we'll do the workarounds you know what I mean and now I'm like I don't want to work around nothing because and like he's here because I adore him he's my person I would die without him and I'm willing to do his workarounds because of the on the strength of this long learning but if I just met you today absolutely not absolutely not (laughs) so so like there's no way that Tom Schwartz is gonna meet a girl in her late 30s that's gonna be like Sure. I wonder though, I kind of wonder if Katie and Tom are like going to get back together because they're still living in the same house. And I could imagine a world in which Tom Schwartz like really steps it up for a minute, like after the divorce and is suddenly like the nicest husband in the world and Katie falls for it again. I think they definitely fucked a few times if they fuck at all. I think, think, yes, either that or they truly have not fucked in five years. Yeah. And I think, or maybe they haven't fucked in five years and they just had sex like one time after like the the quote unquote separation. But I think we can expect them to go back together at least once before it's over because- that's how it is you like what is that uh sunken time loss whatever that shit's Sunk called fallacy. yeah i think that's part of it i think that's why they've been together for, for so long sure. i also think it's hard when you this is one of the reasons i don't take i don't let my husband be friends with my friends is because i think it's really hard when all your friends are friends with you as a couple uh-huh. i mean he was at saucy's wedding in italy that only that yeah. kristen Doty didn't get an invite to but tom schwartz was kristen Doty didn't go no weird right I don't know what's going on with them. Don't care I could just, to look into it. I could just see her like booking a flight and going. Can you? Yeah, she was in like, I, cause I went and looked and she was in Hawaii with her boyfriend for another wedding. So I don't know what the deal is with that, but Tom Schwartz was there is what I'm saying. And apparently he was having lunch with Katie's mom. And like, of course. I think he's like not ready to let her go because it's just so much easier not to get a divorce. It's very him. much Scott and Courtney. Yeah. I built my entire, I built my entire life around you and your friends and your family and even though we're not working out I still want you and your friends and your family because you have to because this is what I have yeah I don't want to do any effort in this and I don't want to change anything about myself but I still want you to be with me but I still want to cheat on you and be awful yeah and then I want to date every person that's that's ever been in a playground that's a true cheater thing I think where it's like well, like, let me just be with you and also cheat on you. Like, yeah. why are you making this such an issue? I'm trying. I promise. Yeah. yeah. Like when my husband, my brother and his wife got a divorce, we were just like, okay, but she, like, you can't expect us to just like not fuck with her anymore because mm-hmm. she is the mother of two of our nieces and she's been with us for a really long time. And he was like, I understand. I was like, so don't like be like pissed if you mm-hmm. see her somewhere because like she is a part of this family now and I don't like I'm not like trying to fuck with you by that but I'm just letting you know and he was like yeah I get it I get it and he and it, it went very well because we had that but like Katie and Schwartz don't have kids yeah exactly <laughs> Katie and Schwartz 
barely have a house together. Do you think they could sell that house? Yeah, I mean, the market's hot. I think anything can sell. Okay, so they could probably. So why haven't they sold the fucking house? I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that house. I don't know why they bought that big ass house. Because everybody else bought the big house. Come on. (laughs) I mean, I yeah, I know that, but because they all went to lunch one day, was like, "This my house is." Come on, truly. like we're going to get fucking yogurt let's get babies okay let's go um so they're trying to get Schwartz this job um he has an interview with Lisa a fake interview obviously but Schwartz she says exactly what we just said he's charming he's cute he's got everything going for him and apparently he's bartended before a lot remember in the next season when pump opens or whenever that is when pump opens and he becomes a bartender for 10 minutes yeah I mean, and then and he walks out and they have the security camera footage <laughs> yeah walking out of the bar yeah and people were like you don't do that i was like yes the fuck they do <laughs> like people will get a table they'll do their first shift and be you'll look up they'll just go <laughs> yeah so what happens though with this is that pandy and sheena are over lisa's house talking about the divine addiction which is a fake thing but it's an <laughs> online <laughs> website Okay. Well, magazine. She now has hurt her foot again. Okay. <laughs> now she fell and she's got a hematoma, which is a deep bruise. <laughs> I have no idea what it is, but it, it's a bruise. Yeah. Like, and I feel like Lisa knew that because she told her to take that bandage off so she can see. Because no, no, if you have a bandage on, no one goes, take it off so I can see what it looks like. <laughs> And it's a bruise. But so now she's on um, crutches. But she tells Lisa that Schwartz and Shay got into a fight, that it was yeah. Schwartz's fault. Yep. Schwartz was out of control. Yep. Everyone else was sober and sitting down reading a Bible, and Schwartz showed up and ran over and had a fight. And Lisa says she's not going to hire him. And this is the rat part you're talking about. This is part of it. This is the yes, thing. That's what you're being a fucking rat. You're being like, and obvi- and then Lisa has a nerve to just casually tell that to Katie. Yeah. And I'm like, and she's like, you can tell him or I can tell him, but yeah, I don't want him around here. I'm like, what? That's so fucked up. Mm-hmm. And so this is, this will set up why Katie is mad at the more reasons why Katie is mad at Sheena for the rest of the season. But the last thing we probably should talk about is Sheena and Stassi competing yes. to write for free for a fake website. Okay. By the most I actually person loved it when Stassi basically told Pandora to go fuck herself. Like I thought yeah. that was so funny. And Pandora's like, you're being very unprofessional. And it's like, you don't pay her. And when Pandora's talking about moving offices, I'm like, yes. Or what? It's like, this isn't done out of like a room in that mansion your mom bought you. This is is when Sheena declares in that, when she's on crutches in that scene, she goes, um, yeah, I went to school for journalism. I've been a writer my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She's been writing text messages, diary entries. Sheena being a writer her whole life. Get the fuck out of here. But Stassi's like, she can't do this because she's a pop star. (laughs) <laughs> she can't do I'm like she can't write for free for a fake website because she's also, a fake pop star Stassi being Pandora being like well I have to warn you like uh I'm bringing someone else and one of those people is Sheena and Stassi goes how dare you how <laughs> dare you Pandora what is she gonna write about and Pandora goes makeup and she goes <laughs> makeup 
who would want any makeup advice from Sheena? Like, it's like so unhinged. Right. Like, in like real this life, has nothing to do with you, Saucy. Like, yeah, in and, real life, what would have happened is you would have looked on the website and Sheena would, would be, you'd see something that says by Sheena, whatever yeah. her real name, last name is. And this is when um, Pandora goes, well, you're not writing anything. And Saucy goes, um, I'm trying. I'm trying to write the icon article, but you won't agree with me on who is an icon. <laughs> this sounds like school newspaper shit. Really? <laughs> the funniest fight it's like are we seriously pretending this is something real like (laughs) yeah 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 but my favorite part of this fight is how so sheena is now hosting Mm -hmm. with her foot on display imagine going to a a expensive restaurant (laughs) and you walk in you see sheena's foot (laughs) like what the fuck is going on here like she isn't literally propped up on a stool icing like in the walkway path. He's not the host, stand. the host is stand inside where you get a table. It's why is she outside? Is it is the host stand outside? I have no idea. Maybe it's just like the greeting, but she's acting. I mean, they're talking like she's actually seating people. But how was your foot? Anyway, so well, they, a lot, they could have two hostesses, one that's walking and one that's standing. That's probably so she's standing there on display, on display, on display each and every day. She's got that big ass foot out. And Stasi comes by her and is basically like, Sheena, let's go outside. Because and she's like, and starts to walk off. And she was like, I'm on crutches. Let's talk here. And she goes, You want to fight here? You want to have this in the middle of the restaurant? That's what you want to do. And she was like, What fight? <laughs> and she's like, like, Stasi is so mad at her and is like trying to get her to come out. She's like, she had this plan. She's gonna be like, outside Sheena and Sheena is not going Sheena is I don't know it's just it was just like a comedy to me that she's like that she thought she was going to come out here and tell her some like give her a talking to and now they're fighting about whether Sheena is capable of walking to the outside (laughs) so they finally go like Peter shows up to I guess relieve to find some relief for her and Sheena's like I'm gonna I'll come out here and talk to you but by yourself because Katie's out there right there. Yeah. And she's like, Katie was going to help you get down those stairs. And Katie's like, this is the perfect time to push her down the stairs because she already knows about uh, Schwartz not being able to come to work there. I also think Katie wants Schwartz to work. All her friends' boyfriends work there and all her friends work there. And like, he's the last piece. You know what I mean? Yeah. I also think she wants to be able to like monitor him. Yeah. She wants to like, see him all day ride to work with him and there's nothing worse than whether you're in a relationship or not there's nothing worse than going to work for an extended period of time and the person you live with is in the same spot as when you left the house mm-hmm. is dirty you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i remember once like turning my boyfriend being like if i get home from work tonight and the dishes are not done don't be here yeah <laughs> i was yeah. like just so angry that i was going to work and he was just being a piece of shit and i was oh god yeah and I like I my son said this one time when I had to stay home and I was like, listen, this is gonna this is gonna do well for you with me, with whoever you live with after me, with whoever you're dating. Do not be in the same spot as when the person comes home from work. Tidy up a bit. You know I'm coming home at a certain time. Tidy up this area a bit. Have some clothes on. Look like you did something today, yeah. even if you didn't. Like so, I I think that's one of the reasons. Kate, but you know it's not happening. So Katie, you know leaves and Sheena comes down in her crutches and she and Stassi 
start to fight about who's allowed the right for free for this fake website by the most boring person on earth. And Stasi goes, I thought you were a pop star. She goes, not with my foot. <laughs> You said it was only for a week. That's an incredible response. Just like, none of this is real. This is not perfect. I mean, that's like a beautiful response. Not with my foot. (laughs) (laughs) And Stasi goes in the confessional. So if I get a paper cut, I just have to stop. Like, I'm no fan of Stassi, but those talking heads are really good. And she's right. If you get a paper cut, you don't just like change careers. (laughs) So they have this argument outside that I I don't really think amounts to anything. No, it doesn't. They just don't like each other. They don't like each other for whatever reason. I think also, like I say on these shows, if sometimes you people are in a fight that you're not sure what it's about, a lot of times it's about the show and it can't yeah, tell you. That's true. That's definitely true. So that's it. That's all that happens in two episodes, except for Tom trying to make a um, Ikea coffee table. But oh my God, Kristen, talk about like not being, Kristen's like, I'm going to run errands. This better be fucking done when I get home. And it's not. And it's not. And then she puts it together. But it's still not the like. I bet there's a bag of screws somewhere that you guys like. I mean, that's that's standard though. But like, my husband will. I'll be like, listen, you're not supposed to have a whole bag of screws left over. You have to like. There's somewhere in these instructions. My husband doesn't read instructions. Um, to so, be fair, IKEA instructions are not real. Yes, they are. My mom hates IKEA. She says if something comes in my home, it needs to be pre-assembled and come with two people to like place it and take the old thing away. I totally agree with that. <laughs> She's like, who the fuck am I, Bob the Builder? I'm not doing this. But that happened to you with that. I mean, that's just a part of the, really, I mean, I don't, is there anything else we forgot to talk about? We talked about her foot. We talked about um, her twos. No, I don't think so. I mean, they're just really fun to watch because they're all still very messy and it still feels very real. It's, it's the perfect reality TV star is one that's willing to perform on camera, right? Mm-hmm. There's nothing more annoying than someone who doesn't realize that this is part of your gig, right? Agreed. Um, and listen, I, I agree a lot of things I wouldn't want to be on camera too, but like you can't be a reality star if you're not willing to be messy, talk about shit that normal people would not get on camera and talk about mm-hmm. and that sort of stuff. And they're in this perfect space where they aren't getting a whole lot of money. So they're, and they're not quite hip to the game. So like Katie doesn't know she can go dye her hair and they're not going to kick her off the fucking show. There's no way. And like, <laughs> like they, so they're not quite hip yet. So they're just like trying their best and they're willing to put it out there. And when we get maybe, gosh, I maybe season five is when I stopped watching. I think maybe it was like six or seven. Cause I think seven is like Jackson Burton's wedding. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But I, when they get to a certain place where they have a certain amount of money and they are also like trying to control the narrative and the show is letting them, it's really hard because I'm like, as I said, this is a very online show and I know what happens. Yeah. I know what happens. Sure. So you telling me something else happened is stupid. Yeah. I totally agree with that. So yes. right now it's like peak. Yeah, it's so good at this point so liz thank you for coming on please tell the people where you want them to find you not on um, your patreon instagram because you don't have the passwords anymore 
God. <laughs> we'll see if I ever get it back. Um, I'm so stupid. Uh, you know, when you tweeted that, I misread that you had lost access to your Patreon. I was like, you are very calm right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> the Instagram. The Instagram. Um, my Patreon is called Liz Explains It All, and I talk about all things pop culture. Um, like, speaking of Bravo, I'm doing a Below Deck episode this mm-hmm. week. Um, which is Vanderpump Rule on the Sea yeah season three of Below Deck it's actually really really good I forgot how like watchable that show is when it's good um and if you like the show Team Mom you can listen to me on Feathers in My Hair yeah Liz next when people hear this it'll be your birthday oh cute yeah Thanks. so happy birthday Liz I'll say Thanks. that to you I'll be Yo. 34 34 don't cheat on me three days after my birthday <laughs> on Wednesday Better still, not cheating on me. still my birthday it ruined my birthday <laughs> that already happened three days after my birthday yeah i'm assuming you're gonna be at the shore so yes. well no not three days after my birthday i'll be back oh that's but right that's right me. that's right so <laughs> yeah don't cheat on her guys thank you for listening liz thank you for being here later bye